Today on the Inside Scoop, we talk with five-star wide receiver Cam Coleman. We're doing a Texas segment with the great Jerry Hamilton. But first, we're going to talk about Dylan Rayola's unique move he made after committing to Georgia. But first, let's get into the grouping of number one players at their position that made it to Georgia over the weekend for their scavenger hunt. It was a scavenger hunt for five stars because that's all Kirby Smart could find while he was on campus. Look at the number one prospects in America that were on campus in Athens over the weekend. Number one QB, Dylan Rayola. Number one linebacker, Sammy Brown. Number one wide receiver, Jeremiah Smith, who is also committed to Ohio State, but he was on campus for an official visit. And safety, KJ Bolden, number one at his position. We're going to talk about Dylan Rayola here in a minute. But first, let's look at Sammy Brown. He's a six foot three, 225 pound linebacker, the number 16 prospect overall, number one at his position. He's got five official visits planned. Now, I know he was in Athens this weekend, but he's in no rush to decide because, look, he's going to be at Tennessee this coming weekend. Then he'll be at Clemson. Then he'll be at Georgia, Oklahoma, followed by Ohio State. By the end of June, he'll have taken five official visits. And I think there's going to be two teams that we talk about mostly in, with Sammy Brown. I think it's going to be Georgia and Clemson. Now, Ohio State has a chance to get in there with those two. But I think at the end of these visits, the two teams we'll be talking about most are going to be Georgia and Clemson. He'll make a decision from there. So the fact that he was on campus this week, it bodes well for Georgia, but it's not the end-all, be-all. Five-star safety, K.J. Bolden. Let's jump over Jeremiah Smith, talk about K.J. Bolden for a second. He was back in Athens as well, and the recruiting prediction machine leapt in Georgia's favor. Look at the dogs surging at 61%. Clemson now only at 8%. All right, let's bring on national recruiting analyst Sam Spiegelman because I want to talk about the number one wide receiver in the country, five-star Jeremiah Smith. He was in Athens, as I said, for his official visit. It was his second visit to Georgia this summer, and he is a Ohio State commitment. Why is that significant? Because Dylan Rayola is a former Ohio State commitment, and the two were hanging out over the weekend. Coming out of the visit on Sunday, he had this to say to Dogs HQ. I'm taking it day by day right now, Smith said. I can't really say how I'm feeling right now about certain schools. I don't want people to feel some type of way. We'll have to see until signing day is all I have to say. Mm. Sam, it doesn't sound like he's shutting down his recruitment one bit. Now, before I ask Sam about how Ohio State fans should feel about this, do me a favor, like this video and subscribe to the On3 YouTube page. We're growing something special here. Hit that subscribe button. All right, Sam, you're an Ohio State fan. You know Jeremiah Smith's number one wide receiver in the country. You know he's probably going to take some visits. He has one scheduled to UF as well. But coming out of this, saying that he doesn't want people to feel some type of way, so he's not going to comment on anything right now, how should Ohio State fans feel? Yeah, uh, the the publicly correct comment might be even worse for Ohio State fans to hear because it leaves them to interpret what Jeremiah Smith might have said about that second visit to Georgia this spring before he even committed to Ohio State. Georgia was one of the main teams in the mix with Jeremiah Smith. He's from South Florida. That's been a major recruiting ground for the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the reason their roster is in such great shape right now but coming back, seeing the quarterback in place in Dylan Rayola, seeing the other number ones at, at the positions, like you said, Justin Williams, the number one linebacker, KJ Bolden, number one safety, players practice against, 
um, become friends with. These are potential teammates. With the quarterback now in place, I do think that Georgia is more in this than maybe Jeremiah Smith would have admitted before um, when he was just committed to Ohio State. Yeah, and we'll see what happens. I mean, Jeremiah Smith is going to take some more visits. He's going to also be back at Ohio State for an official visit as well. So they'll get their shot to kind of smooth things over with the number one wide receiver in America. But for now, coming off this trip to Athens, Dogs fans got to be excited. Another big name that showed up in Athens for the scavenger hunt was four-star Joseph Jonah Ajanye, the number 14-ranked defensive lineman in the country from Texas, trending heavily to Oklahoma at 91% on the recruiting prediction machine. Sam, you've been all over this recruitment. Do you think Georgia has a legit shot? Because you've been all over it saying that it's, it's Oklahoma is the team to beat, but now he shows up at Georgia. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I, I do believe that Oklahoma is still the team to beat with Joseph Jonah Ajanye, a top 40 defensive lineman in the country. And this was his first visit to Athens. I think that Georgia is going to put itself in a position for an official visit before he makes up his decision. But Trey Scott has been recruiting the number one of the best defensive linemen in the country. He's been by Conroe Oak Ridge High School. Joseph Jonah Ajanye said that Trey Scott is recruiting him differently than the other coaches that are involved in his recruitment. So you know that Brent Venables and Todd Bates and Miguel Chavis, you know that Dan Lanning is involved in his recruitment, but somehow Georgia's defensive line coach, one of the best in the country at producing first round picks year in and year out, not just first round picks, number one overall picks potentially, that's definitely caught Jonah Ajanye's attention. He called it his dream school before he ever stepped foot on campus. I can only imagine what he has to say after spending time with Kirby Smart and Trey Scott, hearing what they have as a plan for him. But yeah, this is Oklahoma. This is Oregon. This is Texas A&M. And now you can consider Georgia in this mix as well. Yeah, throw the dogs in that group too for <laughs> Jonah Ajanye, one of the best defensive linemen, not only in the state of Texas, but also in the entire country. All right, let's talk about it. I had to check to see if what Rayola did was even legal. It is. It was. It is. Trust me. While in town for the scavenger hunt over the weekend, Rayola showed up at Jefferson High School to get a little workout in. Now, it's unusual because Dylan Rayola commits to the dogs on Monday. He's a five-star prospect, the number one recruit in America, and he could have slept in on Saturday. He could have done anything on Saturday. He could have shown up at Georgia, and they probably would have rolled out the red carpet for him, but instead... He decides to show up at Jefferson High School and get a little workout in with anybody, anybody that wanted to participate. It's 100% legal as long as no coaches from Georgia are there and as long as they don't help organize it, which Dylan did on his own. So the nation's number one prospect organized a workout for himself, a couple Georgia commitments like Nykar and Sokovi White, but uncommitted targets like Sammy Brown an Alabama pledge stud wideout Ryan Williams was also there catching some passes from Dylan Rayola. They were able to put the press on guys like Sammy Brown and Jeremiah Smith and Ryan Williams, not just while they're out there on the field, but also all weekend in Athens for this scavenger hunt, the scavenger hunt of five stars that Kirby Smart was having. But Sam, have you ever seen a QB hold a private workout like this during a recruiting weekend? The closest thing I can ever recall, Josh, was back after Quinn Ewers committed to Ohio State in the DFW area. He had some of the best receivers that wanted to work out and catch some passes from the number one quarterback at the time. Very similar situation, but that was a little bit different in the fact that Dylan did this workout at Jefferson High School there in Georgia. We also know that's the high school of Sammy Brown, the number one linebacker in the country as well. I think that goes into this. 
Whereas Quinn Ewers did this at South Lake Carroll. It's his, it's his DFW. He was committed to Ohio State at the time, and it was not so successful. Whereas Dylan has a couple of key Georgia recruits on this on this workout. And these are guys like you mentioned. Sammy Brown is between two two teams, Georgia and Clemson. And now he's getting uh, uh, getting FaceTime. No, uh, honestly, the only other quarterback that really comes to mind is, is DJ Lagway, maybe Julian Sayan. It's it's a combination of uh, infectious personality, which I think we don't really know Dylan Rayola's personality too well, but it seemed to resonate with these high school players that he wants to team up with at Georgia. Um, you know, I, I know DJ Lagway, and I, I've, we've talked on this show about his infectious personality and how it works to Billy Napier and the Gators' advantage. I do think that only a few of these big-name quarterbacks are usually the same C.J. Strouds and Bryce Youngs that we're talking about in three to four years, but that off-the-field personality, that work drive, that ethic, the willingness to get better. You heard stories about this with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase when he got from Ohio State to LSU. Mm -hmm. These are just traits that the elite quarterbacks have, and it starts to show when they're in high school, and it carries all the way on up. Yeah, it's funny because this whole time I've been boasting about how DJ Lagway is the best recruit recruiter. We'll see. If, if Jeremiah Smith flips from Ohio State to Georgia, I might have to – make a, a recall there and name Dylan Rayola the best recruit recruiter. But we'll see. Long way off for that. I'm not saying he's going to flip. We'll see what happens. Sammy Brown on campus, KJ Bolden on campus. There are so many guys on campus. Go check out Dogs HQ for more. They had the whole weekend wrapped up. Interviews, insight, video, photos. What a weekend in Athens. All right, Sam, thanks for joining the Inside Scoop today. Texas is sitting at number 48 in the recruiting rankings. And I'm not worried one bit. We're going to lay out a path to show how Texas can finish within the top 10 easily. And guess who else isn't worried? My next guest, Jerry Hamilton from Inside Texas. Jerry, we've been doing this way too long to fret about rankings in the month of May. The Longhorns have only three commitments, and that's why they're ranked at number 48 right now. But there are some big names on the board. And one of the biggest is Jarrett Gibson, the five-star running back at IMG Academy. Now, he was back at Miami over the weekend, Jerry. And so much throughout the spring, we talk about Jarrett trending towards Texas. Do you still feel this way or are things, you know, maybe get slipping from Texas? I still feel like it's trending Texas headed into the June official visits. Uh, that relationship with the Shard Choice is a, is a really tight one. Um, and it's interesting. It's so similar, Josh, to the Cedric Baxter recruitment a year mm. ago, uh, the number one running back in the country out of Edgewater in Orlando. Uh, Miami was actually the team that ended up giving Texas the, the biggest run there at the end before Baxter announced. A lot of people thought A&M. We're talking about some other schools, but it was actually Miami. Um, and, and I think it's pretty much the same with Jarrett Gibson. Look, Headed into the spring, it was Texas and then Tennessee. But mm -hmm. you can't overlook the couple of visits to Miami this spring. Uh, a couple other Texas targets from IMG. One for sure, Jaden Jackson's been on campus at Miami as well. Uh, but, yeah, I think Tashard Choice, the relationship there is still the difference right now. But like we said, these June visits, official visits are huge and they have to play out. Um, I don't think Texas is feeling worried right now about Jarrett Gibson, but we'll see. All right, let's go into the state of Texas. Five-star wide receiver Micah Hudson. Look at the recruiting prediction machine. 49.7% for Texas, 43.5% for Texas Tech. Very tight race. Jerry, I get on here with Sam, and we talk Micah Hudson, and the people in the comments say, hey, there's nothing to the Texas Tech talk. It's all Texas. But the recruiting prediction machine shows a much tighter race. Are the te Is Texas Tech really in it? What's your take on his recruitment? 
Well, first off, there's a there's a shortage of tortillas in Lubbock at the thought of Micah Hudson going to Texas Tech, right? I mean, Kroger's are sold out. They're ready to throw tortillas, right? I mean, but look, yeah, Texas Tech's legitimate, Josh. He has two official visits set right now. Texas Tech the 9th through 11th and Texas the 23rd through 25th. Uh, there's an appeal with Texas Tech uh, for Micah Hudson. If you talk to the people close to him, does that mean they're the favorite over Texas? I'm not. I'm not willing to go out on that limb. I think the June official visits are going to be huge here. He, and this is recruitment that'll probably go into December. Uh, it could happen before his senior year, but right now I think it's headed into uh, December. Uh, but look, there's a Joey McGuire has a lot of energy. You know, Josh, for those of us who have covered him for more than a decade at Cedar Hill, he brings energy. He brings excitement. Um, and you see that. Joseph Jonah Janya, a kid that was mm -hmm. at Georgia, he really likes Texas Tech. Uh, he likes Joey McGuire. So, yeah, there's something to the Texas Tech and Micah Hudson. Are we sitting here saying he's going to end up at Texas Tech? No, we're not. But I think people are kind of foolish if they don't think Tech is a legitimate threat in the Hudson recruitment, especially considering he has two official visits set, and that's one of them. All right. Well, the people in the comment section, Texas fans in the comment section, Jerry Hamilton is the one saying that Texas Tech has a legit shot. Now, who wants to catch passes from Arch Manning? That's the big question. We talked about Micah Hudson, but besides Hudson, who else is a priority for the Longhorns at wide receiver? That's a great question, Josh. They've really, because Chris Jackson got to Austin late, they've used the spring evaluation period for him to get out on the road and really evaluate wide receiver because he didn't really get a chance to do that, obviously getting in late after the NFL season for the Jaguars. But look, Parker Livingstone, uh, the on-three industry ranking four-star out of uh, Lovejoy up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, he's coming in June 23rd through 25th. Uh, I, I think he has become a priority for Texas. Texas would love to get Bryant Wesco mm. uh, from Midlothian on campus, but right now there's not an official visit scheduled. Uh, and, you know, he's been at Oklahoma lean for a long time, but LSU's really making a move there. Yeah. Uh, then you look, Texas is trying to get Jordan Anderson, uh, the wide receiver out of the Newport Beach area in California, Oregon commitment. Uh, they're trying to get him on campus in June, and he's saying he's going to set an official visit in June. JoJo Stone out of Langston Hughes in the Atlanta area, LSU commitment. He's coming in June 16th through 18th. Then, look, Ryan Wingo, the five-star, one of the best in the country. He's coming in on the 16th through 18th. Can Texas beat out Georgia, Missouri? I don't know. It seems like an uphill climb, but he has been on campus twice before when he was younger. And Texas kind of snuck in there and scheduled this official visit when it was known he'd visit Georgia and Missouri. So I think Texas has given themselves a lot of shots on goal here. The question is what three guys are going to pull. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, a lot of top wide receivers are going to want to come and play with Arch Manning. But, hey, we'll see how the wide receiver board sorts itself well, and, out. And, Josh, I should have men mentioned, Josh, I mean – Look, the, the reality is when you get deeper into this in June and these kids start getting close to decisions and Sarkeesian makes a sell, Xavier Worthy with a good season's going pro. A.D. Right. Mitchell, the Georgia transfer with a good season's going pro. Jordington Whitting's, Whittington's a senior. So there's going to be a lot of playing time to sell there with Texas along with having a pretty good quarterback room. All right, let's move on to five-star edge Colin Simmons. He's going to take his officials this summer. And throughout the spring, it's really felt like LSU surging. They rolled out the red carpet for him at the spring game. But he's from Duncanville High School in Texas. There's a hometown team. Jerry, are people sleeping on Texas when it comes to Colin Simmons? 
I, I think a little bit. I don't think anymore. I think they were for a while. And, and look, the, here's the reality of this one. I, I think I've been to Duncanville, I don't know, 15 times on football and basketball in the last two years. Here's the reality. He loves LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin Simmons loves LSU. He likes the vibe down there. He feels very comfortable at LSU. He likes the, uh, the defensive staff there. He likes what Harold Perkins was able to do as a freshman in Baton Rouge. So there's a lot of things with LSU that are legitimate with Colin Simmons. I think Texas has made a, 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 a made up a lot of ground in the spring. The unofficial visit was arguably his best unofficial visit this spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, his mom, his bro- little brother, they all play into this recruitment in a big way. I don't think he's going far from home. I'll be surprised if he doesn't officially visit Texas June 23rd through 25th. In fact, I would be surprised if Colin doesn't kind of release that official visit schedule here in the next few days as we get closer to June 2nd, 4th, that first official weekend in June. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Texas and LSU are the top two. I think Georgia, Florida, they're all right there. Uh, but I do think this ultimately could come down to Texas versus LSU. Um, and, and look, Texas has closed the gap, but I still think LSU is a slight favorite headed into these official visits. Yeah, I think you're right. I think sometimes early on in these recruitments, when when recruits visit everybody in the country, that's early. As it goes on, location plays into, into it. And, you know, Texas, LSU, those seem like it's going to come down to those two. But Colin Simmons, hey, he can punch his ticket anywhere he wants in the country. So we'll see what happens. Uh, another five-star trending towards Texas. And this is why we're not worried where Texas is ranked right now. Because five-star Kobe Black is trending heavily towards Texas, 89% on the recruiting prediction machine. Texas has one DB committed right now. What would an ideal defensive back class look like for Texas in 24? Yeah, that's a great question. I think they're going to sign four or five guys. The likelihood is five. Um, Kobe Black, obviously five-star, is one of those guys trending to Texas. Then you look, one of the big battles is Corey Gibson out of Lancaster. Texas had a pretty considerable lead uh, headed into the spring, but Clemson has more than cut into that lead. He's been the Clemson twice. He went for an unofficial visit, was offered. And Clemson is his dream school, Corey Gibson, we're talking about at Lancaster. Went back for the spring game. Then he's got the June 2nd through 4th official visit in Clemson. He's scheduled to be at Texas the 23rd through 25th, his birthday weekend. Um, but that that's an interesting battle that Texas led big for. And now it's 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 become much closer, even to the point of Clemson possibly having a lead headed in the June. Then you look at Jordan Johnson Rebel, the safety out of mm-hmm. Fort Worth, originally from Brewer High School at IMG now. I think Texas has had a lead there for a while. Him and Corey Gibson are really close. Uh, I think that one is trending towards Texas, especially with Alabama visit not happening the 9th through 11th. He's going to the mid instead. He's got USC the first weekend in June, Michigan the 9th through 11th, Ohio State the 16th through 18th. TCU's trying in that one as well. Then you have the sleeper, kind of the wild card DB for me out there, the top right guys is Wardell Mack out of John mm-hmm. Eric, New Orleans. He's visiting Florida officially and Texas officially for sure in June. Um, LSU's pushing, you know, for him not to commit before the season and then take that visit during the season, which I think is smart with LSU, what they're doing with their in-state guys. Uh, but look, Terry Joseph, a lot of connections in that area. Obviously, Corey Raymond has a lot of connections for Florida. The interesting thing there, I think Texas has the edge over Florida as far as the schools competing with LSU. So he's really the wild card. Uh, and the other second wild card is Eli Bowen. Look, we kind of uh, on three and inside Texas broke that news last week. 
He's going to officially visit Texas June 8th, 16th through 18th. His brother, obviously, Peyton Bowens, uh, is a freshman safety up at Oklahoma. Texas really likes Eli Bowen, and they really like his coverage skills and that natural ability. Then Texas also has a couple of safeties, uh, Miles Davis from Converse Judson and Joshua Lair from Fort Bend Marshall coming in June 16th through 18th. So, again, it's to me it's about shots on goal. We wrote on Inside Texas last week, Josh. It's why nobody's really concerned for Texas fans. 26 five-star, four-stars coming in in the month of June for official visits. Seven of those are defensive backs. Yeah, and we clearly laid out a pathway where Texas can finish top 10. I mean, every every prospect we talked about was nearly a five-star in this conversation. So screw top 10. Last year, Texas <laughs> finished number three. Can they repeat with a top five or even top three finish in 2024? Yeah, it's very interesting because Steve Sarkeesian's played the long game, Josh, since he's mm -hmm. been here. There's been no panic in recruiting. They haven't moved off top targets. Uh, that really worked for them in the 2022 class. They got some help when Mario Cristobal took the Miami job. Kelvin Bank, Cam Williams flipped to Texas. Last year, Texas did the same thing, though. They were very patient, um, and they, they did not move to plan Bs and take commitments early. And they ought, certainly have not done that this year. They have three kids committed right now. I'm only convinced two of them end up in the class, the quarterback, Trey Owens, and the, and the, and the punter, Michael Kern, out of St. Thomas Aquinas. So they are playing the long game again. And if they don't finish with a top 10 class, I'll be surprised. They just have too many shots on goal at highly ranked guys. We know how this game goes. The question's going to be, can they finish with a third straight top five class? They think they're going to be really good on the field this year. Yeah. Uh, if that happens and you bump the 10 wins, then certainly you're going to have that type of momentum. But the five-star prospects obviously decide where this class goes. Is it 10? Is it 7? Is it 4? Um, and that's what's going to come down to with Colin Simmons. Kobe Black, some of the guys, Micah Hudson, we've talked about. Texas is going to have to win at least half of those battles to get into that top five. Yeah, the star power is all over the board. Texas just needs to win 10 games on the field. I think you're right. 10 games puts them easily in that top five, top yeah. three space. But Texas has to go out and win the ball games first. All right, Jerry Hamilton from Inside Texas. Thanks for joining the Inside Scoop. We've got a very special guest today on the Inside Scoop. Five-star wide receiver Cam Coleman from Phoenix City, Alabama is here with us. Cam, this offseason, you were able to hit the road and see some schools like Auburn, Georgia, Clemson, FSU, Texas A&M, and a few others. What was a spring visit or two that stood out to you? A uh, spring visit that stood out to me was definitely Clemson. The way Why? they run their program. I've, I haven't been to Clemson before, but I've seen uh, – when I went up there, they the way they run their program, the office they run, the um, the religion that they have up there, the uh, the tradition that they have, it's just something I've never seen before. All right, and what coaching staff or coaching staffs do you have a really good relationship with right now? Uh, I'd say Auburn, Florida State, uh, Texas A&M. Um, that's the Auburn already. Yep. Indeed, and um, that. And I'm missing one. Florida Gators. All right. What was your re your or I should say your most recent visit was to Georgia. It was your first time there. Where does the dog stand in your recruitment now that you finally made it to campus? Oh yeah, about the first time being at Georgia, and um, it was it was definitely something I've never experienced before. I got to uh, talk to Kirby, talk to Coach Kirby Smart for the first time. And yeah, they're definitely in the mix now. Now that I finally like, we're going depth with their program. 
All right. Well, according to On3 recruiting prediction machine, Auburn leads right now, and LSU and Clemson are also right there. You've locked in official visits with all three of those schools. Do you think that you're going to take any other official visits this summer, and do you think you'll take any in the fall? Uh, I haven't locked in an official visit with uh, Georgia yet, but uh, I, I plan on it. And then I'm going to take an official to Florida State in the fall. But I don't know, like, what day in the fall. But it's definitely going to be sometime during the fall. All right. Now, you're from the state of Alabama. You've been to Auburn a bunch. You've been to Alabama. Tell me about the two in-state schools and how they're recruiting you. Mm -hmm. So Auburn is really recruiting me heavy. Um, Like, uh, I'm building a relationship with the coaching staff, Coach Marcus Davis, uh, Coach Freeze. I'm building a relationship with them. But, um. Yeah, Alabama. Um, I haven't really been hearing from Alabama for real, but um, yeah, me and we, me, me and Coach Wiggins, the receiver coach, we keep in touch every once so often. What's the most important factor for you when choosing a school? Uh, really, do I feel like I'm at home? Uh, I really been talking a lot. Um, yes, sir. And really, do I feel like I'm at home? How much does NIL factor into your decision? No, nah, I don't really. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to college. I'm going to college to play uh, football. If NIL comes, it, it comes. I'm not really. Not a about big it. factor for you right now. No, sir. All right. Um, tell me, when do you want to make a final decision? I know you got visits set for the summer. You got some ideas yeah. of who you want to see in the fall. But when do you think you're going to make a final decision? Uh, I say probably about mid-season, my uh, senior year. When will you know that it's time? I'm 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 uh, talking to the Lord about it a lot, and I'm I'm really just gonna get that feeling. All right, is there any school out there right now that maybe isn't recruiting you that you were like, man, I wish they were recruiting me? Um, no, sir. All right, hey, you got all the offers, you got everything. Cam so, Coleman, you're a five-star wide receiver. Thanks for stopping by the Inside Scoop and talking with us. Thank you for watching. Make sure you smash that subscribe button for me and remember to check out all the videos on the On3 YouTube page.